Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've tuned in. We've got a really busy show for you today. In a little bit, we're going to talk about the Michigan Department of Civil Rights' opinion about the closure plans in Gross Point schools. We talked a little bit ago about these plans to close schools to reflect population loss in Gross Point and how they affected kind of the racial balance in those schools and neighboring Detroit. Uh, Now the Michigan Department of Civil Rights says the district ought to go back to the drawing board, start from the beginning and account more for race uh, in the way that it does that. We're going to talk uh, with uh, with Gary Niehaus, who is the superintendent of Gross Point Schools, about that, along with uh, Augustin Arbelu, who is the director of the Michigan Department of Civil Rights. Uh, we're also going to talk with Brooke Gladstone, who is the host of NPR's On the Media. They are running a series soon about the book Eviction that, uh, that we had a book club about last summer. Uh, their series takes a look at at uh, Eviction Nationwide in a number of different series. So you're going to want to stay tuned to both of those segments. They will come up later in the show, get started at about half past the hour. But first, the Michigan Civil Rights Commission is free now to investigate civil rights complaints filed based on sexual orientation and gender identity. That's because there was a decision issued yesterday by Attorney General Dana Nessel. Now, her predecessor, Bill Schutte, had issued a formal opinion last year that said the commission could not interpret the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act to provide protections for LGBTQ people under its protections for sex discrimination. Nestle says her office is not going to issue a new opinion because the question is currently being litigated in the courts. So joining us now to sort out what is going on with this very poignant issue in the Michigan Department of Civil Rights is Augustin Arbelu. He is the director of the Michigan Department of Civil Rights. Augustin, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Good to hear your voice. Yes, it's good to hear yours. Uh, So let's start with your reaction to this decision from Attorney General Nessel and have you talk about what the practical effect of it is. Well, the practical effect uh, is really, given that it's one year later, is uh, great in many ways. One is it uh, the the cloud that hung over the commission and the department in terms of the fact that we have been already accepting uh, cases based on uh, gender identity and or uh, sexual orientation discrimination uh, now is lifted, uh, given what took place last year when the AG issued uh, his opinion. Uh, obviously, as everyone knows, the commission had uh, issued its interpretive statement uh, 2018-1, in which they felt uh, that it is their prerogative to uh, clarify ambiguous words. And in that case, we're dealing with what is falls within the meaning of because of sex. Hmm. Uh, so it's uh, gratifying to hear and the AG uh, agree with us that we can do that and also indicate that we're not bound by the uh, AG opinion issued last year. Hmm. So, so what kinds of protections then can the Civil Rights Commission offer to people uh, who face discrimination on this basis? Well, thank you. That's a very important question because the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act 
extends to five areas. Uh, uh, non-discrimination relating to housing, employment, education, public service, public accommodation. So those individuals who feel they've been discriminated on account of, of uh, uh, gender identity or sexual orientation can file their complaints with the Department of Civil Rights. And we have a number of them, but now with the uh, ruling, the letter issued by the AG yesterday, it again allows us to refocus our attention on the breadth that the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act affords uh, everyone in the state of Michigan, uh, especially those who have felt that they've been marginalized, like the LGBTQ community. Now they are, uh, they have access to uh, take advantage of the full uh, protections afforded under the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act. Hmm. Uh, And, and talk about the the commission's stance and where it stands in court and how that relates to the debate over whether we need legislative action to change Elliott Larson. What's the, what's the play between those two things? First of all, with regard to the issue of legal proceedings, there aren't, there's no action that has been taken um, challenging uh, the actions taken by, by the commission, uh, instructing the department to begin to process complaints. We have a number of complaints going through the investigative process. Hopefully, maybe one of these cases will ultimately go up to the commission. The commission then would rule, and in such a case, that ruling could end up going to court and eventually finding its way all the way to the Michigan Supreme Court. It's also important to note that what also the AG addressed uh, had to do with three cases that are now before the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, dealing with whether uh, gender identity and sexual orientation is covered uh, under the meaning of sex. Hmm. Those three cases includes one case called the Harris Funeral Home case that uh, was uh, started in Michigan, eventually went to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals that we're part of, and that case uh, found its way all the way to the Supreme Court. So it's pending there, and uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is expected to rule sometime. Uh, some people think in the fall the AG uh, set forth in her letter that uh, she felt that the Supreme Court would issue a ruling in October. I'm at a meeting with the EEOC. We discussed that very same issue. They felt that that the Supreme Court would not issue a ruling until sometime next year. So who knows when that ruling will be issued. Uh, but that'll have an interesting uh, perspective to what we have in Michigan. Now, with regard to the expansion of the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act, we're all in favor of the legislature uh, being proactive and amending the the statute and clarifying that that uh, gender identity and sexual orientation is a, a protective uh, basis. Uh, why do we say that? Because uh, we could end up eventually before the Michigan Supreme Court, and then we're leaving it to a court. It'd be better that the legislature, uh, as the governor has indicated, call for amending the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act to expand uh, protections to the LGBT community. Hmm. Uh, and uh, talk about the current environment in which 
these complaints come forward. Are you seeing a lot of cases uh, where people say they've been discriminated against based on their sexual orientation or their gender identity? We we do have a number of cases. Uh, I can tell you that when I have looked at it, the vast majority tend to fall in the area of employment. Uh, That's where uh, many individuals file their complaints. Uh, and, And here's the interesting thing. You have to understand EOC has jurisdiction uh, over cases where an employer employs 15 or more. But we also have jurisdiction because we have an arrangement with the EOC to take on those cases. However, the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act, by the action that was taken by the commission, now deals with smaller employers. Those uh, those employers who employ uh, 15 or less or employees. Now they're able to take full advantage of the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act and filing their complaint. Mm -hmm. So now we're consistent with the uh, Sixth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals. Mm -hmm. Uh, My guest is Augustine Arbelou. He's the director of the Michigan Department of Civil Rights. We're talking right now about Attorney General Dana Nessel's decision that the Michigan Department of Civil Rights can interpret the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act to cover LGBTQ rights. That is an issue that has been of some contention here in the state of Michigan for some time as we have been debating whether to amend the Elliott Larson Act to specifically protect uh, those rights. Uh, General Nessel says uh, the Michigan Department of Civil Rights already has that ability and that contradicts a ruling by Attorney General Bill Schuette last year uh, that said that the, 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 the Commission could not uh, do that. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Uh, Do you think the Civil Rights Commission is right to be interpreting sex discrimination to include sexual orientation and gender identity protections? Uh, Also, call and tell us if you've ever faced discrimination based on who you love or your gender identity. We would love to hear about how that works in practical terms here in the state of Michigan. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, uh, and we will try to work you into the conversation. Uh, Augustine, I, I wonder what you make of the current uh, debate at the legislative level about this, um, as you said, it's kind of a different track. uh, But do you feel like we're making progress here with uh, the discussion about these issues? I think we are. I think we are making progress. I think the fact that the governor has highlighted uh, this area as an important area that needs uh, expansion. Uh, The legislature, I think, over time will see the wisdom and the importance of uh, expanding the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act. It's a slow process, but I think that uh, we're headed in the right direction, and I am confident that uh, the legislature will eventually see the wisdom in amending the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act. Hmm. Uh, uh, and if that does happen, does that does that affect your work in any way? Does that does that change the way that the commission? or the Department of Civil Rights will have to approach this issue? Well, I think it, it, uh, it obviously it, it provides certainty, uh, as opposed to uh, now uh, the commission sees this area very clearly. But if it goes to 
legal proceedings, who knows how a court will rule. I'm, I, we believe the court will will rule in line with how the commission has interpreted. Hmm. By not having the statute amended to clarify that, we we never will know until we're in front of a court. And so by the legislatures actually taking steps to to provide protection uh, to the LGBTQ, we remove that doubt, that uncertainty that could ex- that could exist with how a court would rule. Okay. So that's very important. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Augustine Arbalou, the director of Michigan Department of Civil Rights, and we're going to add a new voice to the conversation. Gary Niehaus, the superintendent of Gross Point Schools, is going to join us. We're going to talk about the commission's opinion that Gross Point Schools ought to go back to the drawing board in the way that they have decided to close some schools in that community to account for population loss. Stay with us and stay with us on the phones. 313-577-1019. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. Detroit Today. 